This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Joining us on this uh, Thursday episode of the Lori and Julia Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We've got a theory from Lori coming up later in the hour. Kevin uh, Kevin Hart's new movie, Inside Out. The Upside. The Upside. Is yeah. it good? Thirty-four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, so. is, that was, the, is Brian Cranston? Yes. In this? Yeah. Oh, that's too yeah. bad. I yeah. was. It looked like a good idea. Yeah. 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 The, the movie I'm excited about. It. I mean, it won't come out till April. It's called A Little. Oh yeah, it's basically I'm just, the big. Yeah, I'm. I'm the little girl from Blackish. Is it optioned Mar- and produced and is starring in this yeah, movie? Yeah, and her name is Marce Martin. Yeah, Issa yeah. Rae is in it. Yeah, Issa Rae. Justin posted, Hartley right? is mm-hmm. in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the trailer is on your show page. Yeah, yeah. okay, it is. Yeah, it yeah. looks. It looks so cute. It just looks really good. That doesn't come out till April. Okay, so yesterday, actually, even starting on um, Monday. There's just sort of this low murmur happening in some of the blogs and stuff about when is Lady Gaga going to address R. Kelly? And I have no idea why. Well, they did that song together five years ago. I don't Um, even know what it is. It took it was like filmed in a faux, like it was the Oval Office. Yeah, my my I remember the video, Donnie. I feel like you posted it. The song is Um, is not I forget what the song Do what you want. Yes. And and they were like in an Oval Office kind of a thing. I saw it today, but I'd never seen it before. So anyway, here's uh, audio from GMA because Lady Gaga has, um, and and you know, and I don't think collaborators should be treated the same way as perpetrators. Okay, just because you've collaborated with someone doesn't make them guilty of the perpetrator's sin. Well, one hundred percent. But I mean, there's kind yeah. of been this rush to, and because when I first thought about it on Monday, I thought. And then I thought, well, why does Lady Gaga need to say anything? But in 2013, we did know and had known that R. Kelly, that there was stories about him. It was way more commonly known than it was like. This was released in 2013. Though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It was five years ago. We knew R. Kelly. We knew about the peen. We knew mm-hmm. about the underage girls. Uh, everyone seemed to dismiss it because there wasn't any actionable. Okay, wasn't any legal. Proof? There wasn't any proof. Okay, yeah, all of that. There was a case; it was dismissed, yeah. and so you know. Anyway, it was on her art pop album when she was dressing like the Trisket. It was terrible yeah. and terrible the album. Off. Not that yeah. great of a song. So here's uh, GMA. What they got to say. 
Overnight, Lady Gaga, the latest star to speak out against R&B star R. Kelly, saying in a statement posted on her Twitter account, I stand behind these women 1,000%, believe them, know they are suffering and in pain, and feel strongly that their voices should be heard and taken seriously. Adding an apology for working with Kelly on their hit collaboration, Do What You Want With My Body. Gaga also announcing she intends to remove the 2013 song from iTunes and other streaming sites. Adding an apology saying, I'm sorry, both for my poor judgment when I was young and for not speaking out sooner. All sparked by the explosive Lifetime documentary series Surviving R. Kelly, which showcases several women claiming sexual assault by the singer, allegations he has consistently denied. New calls pouring into law enforcement after an Illinois prosecutor asked for alleged victims of the singer to come forward. What I'm trying to do with my office in this time is say, our doors are open to hear you. I can't guarantee outcomes, but I also can't guarantee that we can do an investigation without that participation. And of course, Lady Gaga did need to speak out about it because she is chasing an Oscar. Yes, she is. And she also was a victim of um, sexual assault. Sexual assault. Which she's been very open yeah. about, but she did not want that old collaboration to come back to haunt her because specifically in 2013, she was asked about collaborating with him. Do you think it's a good idea given the stories about him? Mm-hmm. And she said, well, our Kelly and I sometimes have very untrue things written about it. So it was a bond between us. So oh, she was on the record for saying right. that. Yeah, she had to do something. So she needed to say something. There were five songwriters on that song, though. Yeah. R. Kelly. But and he's in the video. He was featured in the video. Yeah. But it, it's really kind of bad when you think about what's going on. It, the Chance lyrics. the rapper right away after the weekend, after that first weekend that that R, surviving R. Kelly, which, mm-hmm. by the way, someone in our I've Twitterverse... Watched- Though, let us know that there's a Minnesota gal who's behind that documentary as well as some other great programming at Lifetime. Oh, Donnie, we should find out who that is. We know who it is. Chance the Rapper said, um, you know, and I mean, he he came out and said something. Only John Legend, though, shows up in the in the. in the documentary, documentary. and John Legend uh, tweeted out to everyone, tell me how courageous I am for for appearing in the dock. It didn't feel risky at all. I believe these women, and I don't give a bleep about protecting a serial child rapist. Easy decision. I think Holly Mm -hmm. will have something more for us uh, in the dirt alert on the whole R. Kelly thing, but um, other people are speaking out about it. People who have watched the entire documentary six part have just said it's un. Well, I, I started just, it, yeah, yeah, and it's just listening, you know, and it's bro- his brother talking about their upbringing, their dad left, there were like five of them in an apartment in Chicago, and, yeah. and he, our Kelly Robert at the time, um, couldn't read, was antisocial, kind of, was kind of giving the background mm-hmm. on, on his story. Yeah. So... So anyway, that's why Lady Gaga had to speak yeah, up about it because of that. And then did you by any chance catch the cast of The Sopranos reuniting on, I, don't know, I think it was the Today Show. Oh, no, I didn't Everybody. see that. Remember the old guy, the uncle? Yes. Um, Dominic Chivasse. Remember I remember had the very we, fun. Yes, you did. Uh, at the SAG Awards because we saw them at there the Four for, Seasons. Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they had the whole group because they are making a movie and a it prequel. is called The Many Saints of Newark and it is a prequel. And uh, 
Holston's ice cream parlor and eatery let Page Six know that filming is going to happen there. And the filmmaker, uh, David Chase, is, uh, these people said, uh, we don't we don't release that information. But it will be 20 years since The Sopranos came out. And it's hard to believe that James Gandolfini was only 51 when he died five I, years ago of a heart attack in Italy. That's just... That is just something to me. But when you think about it 20 years ago, it kind of started HBO with the bang. I mean, well, it was Sex in the City and yep. Sopranos. That, w- those were the two shows. Those were the two yeah, shows that, that kicked, kicked it, it off. off. But everyone was there. Edie Falco, you know, the whole cast was there. And so they're all part of it. And uh, uh, it's called. It's going to be called The Many Saints of Newark. And it, of course, the Holston's Ice Cream Parlor and Eatery is where the fade out to black scene was in the finale of the Sopranos series. And it won, during its run, it earned 21 Emmy Awards and has been called by critics one of the best television series of all time for its acting, writing, and directing. And and Gandolfini got three Emmys for his performance as Tony Sopranos. And then the Green Book director, Peter Farrelly, he who did Dumb and Dumber and also yes. Green Book, he is apologizing for his past genital flashing. He was apparently... <laughs> oh, for God's one should. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Where? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The Cut published excerpts of a 98 Newsweek story saying Farrelly and his brother and frequent filmmaking partner Bobby Farrelly liked to use ruses to get people to look at Peter Farrelly's wiener. <laughs> and fairly through his publicist said the story's descriptions are true i was an idiot i did this decades ago now again this kind of language bothers me decades ago so that's like 40 years ago yes when when something happened 20 years ago you just say 20 years ago right. you don't make it sound oh, like I it was something that happened in the 1950s yes when you were 10 years old mm-hmm. with your brother um, how old is this dude do we even know? Oh, I don't know. In, in his fifties, okay, for so sure. He's Thirty years old, maybe when this even is older. Yeah. Wow. Look and see how old Peter right. Farrelly is. I Guys, he can said you do that. I'm doing it. I right thought now. I was being funny, and the truth is, I'm 62. embarrassed. Sixty-two. So he's, so he's forty-two. 40? Oh my gosh, that's old enough to know better. And um, those who told Newsweek they'd been tricked included actress Cameron Diaz, who was starring in Farrelly Brothers. There's something about Mary at the time. Hmm. So, so read that last line again. What did you read it one more time? I was an idiot. I did this decades right. ago and I thought I was being funny. And the truth is I'm embarrassed. Well, 20 decades ago yeah, it. makes it mm-hmm. seem like he did it when he was right. 20. Yes. Or yep. a teenager. Or, yeah, yeah. It's misleading language, yeah. which of course he needs to apologize for his genital flashing. He's also on an Oscar <laughs> campaign. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure his wife's not thrilled either. But it is, so is Roma. It's everywhere. Yeah. I know it. And then Samuel, Jackson, we know how much he makes uh, from his Capital One commercials. Ten million bucks. Now, who had that before? Alex Baldwin Uh had it, and he lost it. So how much does Jennifer Garner make? Well, she makes a lot. She makes more than that. Anyway, he makes eight figures. Yeah, ten million a year for that. So she probably makes more, because she does even Mm -hmm. more of those. Yeah. And she's gotten a lot of people to sign up for that card, including Petit Moi. The Capital One Venture. I used to have it, yeah. but then they've upped the travel stuff. I could go back. I just can't have any more. Yeah, I know. How it's many, many cards. reward How cards? How many 50,000 mile cards do you need to open up? Yeah, exactly. Wave the first year and then you forget to cancel it. And the second year, they charge you 200. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, listen, we come back. It is, uh, we've got Holly and the Dirt Alert. This 
is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly, Hollywood is here for our Thursday Dirt Alert. What do we got? Yes, and we are going to continue the conversation about R. Kelly during this Dirt Alert. And we're going to talk about R. Kelly's estranged daughter. She has broken her silence with a powerful statement condemning R. Kelly and strongly implies that she and her family have also been abused by him. So this is coming from oh. Buku B. She shared a long, thoughtful message on Instagram today, apologizing for taking so long to say something, explaining that she's been searching for the right words for days now obvious expressing sympathy and devastation for all the women who have allegedly been victimized by r kelly it makes it clear that she her mother and siblings don't condone any of his negative behavior past or present now buku is also suggesting for that reason she and her family have not had any relationship with r kelly for years saying quote going through all i have gone through in my life i would never want anyone to feel the pain i have felt she adds the same monster you all are you all confronting me about is my father, and I'm well aware of who and what he is. I grew up in that house. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, Buku Abi says that she's chosen to stay out of the spotlight because it's better for her healing process. And the constant reminders of, quote, how terrible my father is aren't good for her, so she has to do what's best for herself. So I think just going on social media, making a statement under, you know, maybe people asking, are you going to say anything about mm-hmm. this? Here's my statement. Uh, implying... With the language that perhaps she herself had been living in the same. My tea and you know, I'm not sure. I can't confirm. Yeah, I think it is. Apparently, um, a guy in Georgia who was part of um, the documentary Mm -hmm. that's aired, um, he told police officers on January on January third that Don Russell, who was R. Kelly's manager, had texted him texted him saying it would be best for him and his family if the documentary didn't air. Mm. Oh yeah, they've been, they threatened so, to sue Lifetime and Lifetime like, just said, like, "Go ahead, yeah. try it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, remember, R. Kelly said, "I'm I'm not going to watch this uh, surviving R. Kelly, but I'm going to sue everyone who's involved with it." Now, yeah. this is a, another. I bet he doesn't. What grounds is he going to have right. to yeah. sue those people right. exactly? Um, and and also connected with the story with surviving R. Kelly, the docu series, uh, we're hearing from Damon Dash, and Damon Dash was the boyfriend of Aaliyah. Aaliyah secretly yes. married, well, not secretly married, but definitely lied on the marriage certificate, underage marriage to R. Kelly, and he talked to Hip Hop Motivation today, and he said about talking about R. Kelly and the relationships. He said, um. He didn't really want to watch the docuseries because he couldn't really tolerate it. He said, as a human regarding R. Kelly, he said, I was tight. I was tight about a couple of things. He said, number one, there was a girl that was trying to talk about it and couldn't. I remember Aaliyah trying to talk about it, and she couldn't. She just would leave it at that dude was a bad man. Mm. And so, obviously, her relationship, Aaliyah's relationship with R. Kelly troubled her throughout her young life. Damon Dash continued, and I didn't really want to know what he did to the extent that I might. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Feel the need to deal with it just because that's what a man does. He goes on to say, but it was just so much hurt for her to revisit it. I was like, I wouldn't even want to revisit it without a professional. He said, whatever got done was terrible, the relationship between hey. Aaliyah and R. Kelly. And Damon Dash used to be the business partner of Jay-Z, and he was really upset when uh, Jay-Z and R. Kelly collaborated on an album together back in 2002 called The Best of Both Worlds. Damon Dash mentioned that he said, you don't see my name on that, and I never wanted any part of that project because mm. he was with Aaliyah probably when that project was being made. Aaliyah passed away in 2001, so it was right in that time. Yeah. So Damon Dash speaking out about R. Kelly and the docuseries. Wow, and you know, Damon Dash also, just to add something, Holly, said that, you know, I watched as much of it as that I could stand it, watching. Yeah. I watched John Lennon be fearless, legend. legend, be fearless about his opinion of it, regardless of politically how it may seem. I've been tight about this crap for years. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. he feels bad. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. and it's difficult because, you know, how would you talk about it? Your loved one dealing with this past trauma and you can see the pain that it's causing them and him. Just and she mentioned. can't even talk about it because well, right. it's so bad. Well, right. She can't talk about it because it's so bad. So, you know, this is definitely something has been open. Now, people being. He's going down. Yeah. yeah. And people He's being critical of Jay-Z, too, particularly him, such a person in a position of power, yep. not coming out publicly and making a I've statement. I've been absolutely shocked at the amount of uh, silence in the music uh, industry because to me, I bet there's so much more there that we don't even know about. And that, Holly, I think when we all talked about this is when the Me Too movement kind of first started with Ashley Judd and with... um, Harvey Weinstein. Yes. And and then we saw it go through the media world and we saw it kind of go through the movie world, the actor world. Where is the music? Where is the music world? Because I can't believe... That there isn't more going on there. Well, we got Dexter Luke and R. Yeah, Kelly, and yeah. I guess Dr. Luke. maybe the music thing has been, uh, you know, it's just they've been more successful at squashing these stories. Maybe, yeah, because it took a long time for the Les Moonves and Harvey yeah. Weinstein to come out. I mean, yeah. those guys have been acting like that for well twenty five, thirty years. 30 years. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know, reading some. You know, blind item websites, gossip and other things where it's just like if one person comes forward, it's going to be a domino effect, which would be good because maybe these stories would see the light of day. However, many power, you know, it's well, with all it's, of yeah. these stories. Many it's power- interesting that the TV shows are working to like this lifetime documentary might very well be the thing that finally brings exactly Kelly down. Yeah, thank you to all the documentarians yeah. in the past yeah, decade. Yeah. Really doing fantastic work and uh, shedding some light on these subjects. Uh, so we'll move on from that to something that's on your website. You mentioned it in the last hour. I mentioned it at the top of the hour. Megan Margle stepping out for her pers- first public event of the new year today at SmartWorks, one of four new patronages she's taking on as a royal. She's looking fantastic. Her dress is affordable, probably already sold out right probably. now. <laughs> yeah, No kidding. Her jacket game, her shoe game. 
game, totally on point. Wore some nylons, wore some sheer hose Yes, she did. Today. Oh, look, she's following royal mm-hmm. protocol. Well, yes. it's cold, too, in, in London. That is true. And remember how much nylons kept us warm. That's right. They do. <laughs> they do. No, I they know. They do keep you warm. There's a product out right now, a nylon that can last for a lifetime. It's a lifetime guarantee on a yeah. nylon for $99. Okay. Okay. Did you see that? Happen? No. I, no. I didn't read all of it. I'll bring it tomorrow to random, but I was like, Wow. I'm impressed. If that truly is a true statement, then I want to get a pair of those. I used to wear nylons underneath my jeans when Same, I was at to the, keep warm. Yeah, to yeah. keep warm. So her new patronages, Meghan Markle, also include the National Theater, the Association of Commonwealth Universities, and the animal wear, welfare charity Mayhew. So she's doing some good works out there. Ooh, this Jeff Bezo- Bezos thing. Man, it is getting nasty. Now, we talked about this in the Dirt Alert yesterday afternoon. Jeff Bezos announcing that he's divorcing his wife, Mackenzie, after 25 years of marriage. Now, we mentioned before we went to break yesterday that the reason he made that statement public is because the National Enquirer had some dirt on him. And that is true. It's on newsstands today. (laughs) Yes, it is. I mean, in the headlines, Uh, blank pics. Yeah. Things that we maybe don't want to see. Mm -hmm. Now, if there's anything that maybe we can all feel good about, it's Jeff Bezos, the richest man in the world, has a very plain, subpar sexting style, just like us. He calls his girl a live girl. He refers to Lauren Sanchez, the woman that he has been seeing as his alive girl. I love you, alive girl. I will show you with my body and my lips and my eyes very soon. Because she's dancing so fast to Money, Money, Money by ABBA or whatever <laughs> saying that song. <laughs> yes. You can see all the details on the National Enquirer. All right, what's Thank happening you. in the world of traffic? Oh, woof. All right, so look, if you're going 35W northbound right now near Minneapolis, it's gonna. you might want to go to an alternate route because uh, there's a crash near Diamond Lake Road in Richfield. Four left lanes are blocked as a result of that. Just tell them your theory, Lauren. Okay, well, Julia, this Uh-oh. theory <laughs> I know is a fact. I know it's true. Okay. It shouldn't even be called a theory, but can you imagine my excitement that someone at the University of California, San Diego, has confirmed what I have long held is that the whole January crap about diets is nothing more than a marketing ploy yes. taking advantage of people feeling bad about how they overindulge and that they're bound to fail. Why? Because you feel like crap that you can't stick to it. So listen to this. Cutting back on calories is so unsuccessful. It makes you so unhappy and hungry that you will give up. So all of the big marketing techniques oh, yeah. that are taken by all Weight Watchers or WW. I saw Kate Hudson yeah. today. I did too. Let's get it right now. Yep, yeah, WW. Um, and again, she's not believable as a weight uh, Weight Watchers you spokesperson. You just see her face, I thought. Because is it the one with Oprah riding the bike where you just see her? She was on GMA this morning. Oh, talking she, to them about. She was? Oh, yeah. About being the brand ambassador and why it makes so much sense. It's, really, she was just excited Oprah called her. It was what I picked up on. <laughs> 
Wouldn't I it? would be too. <laughs> yeah. um, the the guy who did this uh, study, he said diets in January just end up being a marketing ploy. They're usually not successful, even if you have the strongest of mine, mm-hmm. and um, you get hungry. And then I can makes, feel better about myself right now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, like a quarter of the population plans to diet in the first month of the new year. I think it's the reset button that people want. And they and they feel like because you just let everything go and you really kind of from Thanksgiving till New Year's Day, a lot of people just go wild and it gives them a chance to just reset. You mm-hmm. could start on February first. Yeah, it's a shorter month. Um, yeah, but I I believe you. Yeah, they've said you if know if you eat more calories than you burn in a day, you will gain weight. That is the truth. Yeah, well, you know that royal and, uh, wise one. Wise one. Yeah. And uh, cutting back on calories is not successful simply because you're hungry. Then right. you get hangry. Right. And then you give up. Well, you got to figure out a different way. Maybe your calories are just going to be cleaner calories or more, you know, whatever. But Or you're going to incorporate walking every day right. for even 20 minutes. Sure. You know? so, it's a lifetime sometimes, yeah. it feels so, like. It is just a marketing play. All right. Okay. Thank you for that. All right. When Q- people are taking that to the yeah. bank and tell the people that are all filling up the gyms. Okay. When mm-hmm. too cute is too much, the brain can get aggressive. This is a theory that has been. This has happened to me. Yes. When something is too cute, uh, when people encounter too much cuteness, the result can be something scientists call cute aggression. People just have this flash of thinking. I want to squeeze it until it pops or, you know, I just want to. Touch it. Kiss the face oh. of that, like uh, Chaco yesterday, the little girl with all the, the hair. hair. Yeah, yes, the oh, who's one year old. old. Yeah. She's so cute. But, but you're right. When, not that you really would do no, that. No, you just want to eat. I just want to touch you and squeeze your fat little cheeks. And cute aggression is often baffling and uh, embarrassing to the people who experience it. Um, <laughs> you Because you go, oh, I don't want to hurt that, but I just want to eat. I just want to eat you. I could just gobble up your cheeks or I could just kiss you until your cheeks come off. And cute aggression was first described by researchers at Yale University several years ago. And they, how they did it is they recorded the electrical activity in the brains of 54 young people as they looked at images of cute animals and people. That's just funny. And they included both grown-ups and babies. And some had been manipulated to look less appealing. Others were manipulated to look extra adorable. Big cheeks, big eyes, small noses. And the entire group of people participating, the cuter creatures were associated with all the greater activity in the brain that measures emotions. But the more cute aggression a person felt, the more activity the scientists saw in the brain's reward center. So this suggests people who are thinking about squishing puppies appear to be driven by two powerful forces in the brain. It's not just reward and it's not just emotion. They're both involved and that's what gives off the cute aggression. So, but it doesn't mean you act on it. No, no it doesn't. It's no. just because okay, I, I think okay. I've heard anybody, I just want to squeeze your cheeks. Yeah. You're so cute. You know, that does. You can't you resist it. You can't. Right. You cannot resist no. it. And it's like a puppy. Dog. Oh, come here, yeah. little puppy. Yeah, you're not yeah. really wanting to no. eat the baby alive or I could just double that even, puppy up. Or, yeah. No, but you know, you'll hear people, yeah. I just could kiss your little face right mm. off of you. 
You're not really going okay. to kiss that. Okay. All right. Now, do you think... I wish you'd get a dog. I know you're never going to get a bully... F- bully dog? You're not yeah. going to get any dog. No, I, know, I, I saw the most would. amazing plastic bully dog at um, some store at the Mall of America wearing a bandana. Would you, would you take one of those as a doorstopper? No, I've got my two salt shakers from Target. I know. A set of blue, a set of white. No, I didn't dogs. buy you yours from Target. What? When I gave them to you. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> they were from Tiffany. They were? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a big difference. Wow. Well, the Target lookalikes are they look in the same mold. And somebody got me in cream white that are adorable. Okay. Why do I need a dog? I've got my salt and pepper shakers. I do, and I don't have any salt or pepper in them. I just look at don't them. They're you? so cute. No. Oh, gosh. Okay, do you think there's a theory that overweight dogs that are spoiled by their doting owners live, um, they don't live as long? Uh, yes. Well, or do you think I, they live longer? I Well, well if it works like humans, then. you know, they always say if you're overweight, you ha- your whole body has to work harder, your joints, your blood, your heart, everything has to work harder. You never see any fat people over the age of like 80. You don't. You don't. Right. So what is the answer? The answer is yes. If you spoil your dog and give it too many human treats Mm -hmm. and they are overweight, you can take two years. Mom, if you're listening, start feeding Bella cheese and sausage morning, (laughs) noon, and night. And Trixie. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my mom has just two horrible dogs. They're not... uh, they're not well. They never really trained, oh, and they're barkers. They're oh, I, yappers. Oh, I can't. Oh, oh, that is just dreadful. Oh, yeah. So my mom does ind- overindulges them and treats just, like the, she makes them hoping. each scrambled egg every day. Oh, for crying out loud! What's good for their coats? You oh. know the egg. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Do you like these dogs? Obviously, no. Not. I don't. No, I do, want in, my mom to overfeed these dogs I and start she's aggressively you. feeding these dogs because we can get two years. <laughs> off of their eight, you know, they're going to And die. I would like coming out there better if there wasn't a yippee dog in my ear. Exactly. Well, she's I'm just saying, saying mom, if you're, if you're, off the dogs. Yes, off the dogs. That is saying. exactly what she's saying. If you have a dog you one. don't like, start she's giving checking. them treats. Okay? <laughs> oh my or and if guess a dog who, came into the relationship and you don't like it, there you go. Start, and guess who the future is the most bleak for in the overweight doggy department? Oh, I would uh, say a bully dog. Uh, overweight dogs? Yorkies. Oh, Yorkies. Oh, yeah. well, they so have such tiny. small little frames. Yeah. Whereas French Bulldogs, they've, they've got, got more they've got some more sturdiness to mm-hmm. them. Yeah. They can handle the weight. It's like a person with a big bones versus someone who's built like a bird. Okay. Yeah. Same so kind of a Yorkies. thing. The you Yorkie. don't usually see a fat Yorkie. No, you don't. But if you do, know that that dog is TikTok you in danger. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And this is research from the University of Liverpool. And same thing like humans. Overweight, they have a more risk of high blood pressure, heart, and right. kidney. Of course. And, um, yeah, and they're easy. I mean, you can, it's easy to get a dog to lose weight. And you, re- just, you just feed them less yeah. because they're not in control. Yeah. Well, researchers tracked more than 50,000 dogs from the 12 most popular breeds over two decades to come up with this study. Theory. It seems so obvious. It really, does. It does. Kind mm-hmm. of a well dull moment, isn't it? Well, mm-hmm. I know. I didn't know where to put it. I thought I'd throw it in for today. <laughs> right. It is estimated that just in, um, that like 59% of people's dogs are overweight. Wow. You got to walk them. And small gotta, dogs are the most likely to be cut off. Um, cut off with, or, or die early. Die early. Experience. Chihuahuas, Yorkies, and Palms. All right. I'm looking at you. <laughs>
I don't. I, my mom's uh, Bella I, is a palm. Oh, a black pomeranian. Why are you looking at me? No, the, those are the oh, dogs yeah. that uh, oh, are most it. susceptible. Oh Lord. Yeah, the pit bull, the boxer, a dog. the beagle, the friend. They can handle it a little bit. Mm-hmm. bit. The larger yeah, the dog plan. is, like a German Shepherd, the more, a lab, the weight yeah. can be the distributed. Lab. That's right, right. just yeah. like tall people. Yes, taller people. Mm-hmm. You and I could eat the exact same amount, and I'd gain ten pounds. Mm-hmm. There's nowhere for it to go on you. It if keeps we didn't trying exercise. to find a new place. Doesn't find new places. It's the top of my earlobe. It's the hot new spot. <laughs> I can find places to go. I'm telling you what. My nail beds are getting very thick. If you're trying to lose weight in January, no, it isn't going to work. And so maybe make your dog go on the diet with you if you find yourself looking (laughs) at a 20-pound Yorkie. Any type of a thing, if you have a partner that goes on it at the same time, exercise. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Size partner, someone who's doing it at the same time. Yeah. You have your success rate is much, much higher. Yeah, I agree. That is that is proven. That is proven. All well, right, listen. Now we know about cute aggression. Yes, I know. Did you know that? And how about this? This scientists are hoping um, that this research will get stores to change how they display their food. And that would be that if they displayed fruit in between like the Donuts. candy. <laughs> yes, around yeah. healthy, healthy food. Yep. That people you're twice as likely to buy the healthy food when it's placed around Junk. candy or cookies or something like right. that. Because um when people choose foods, they don't they just they prefer something they like to see what else is there. And when it's in stark contrast. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, so... And then they have okay. the calories. This it blood stands out yeah. more. And you're like, oh, that looks really good. I feel like the markup is more... Like, put the salmon between the Oreo and the okay, Snickers. No. Yeah, that would be hard to put a freezer <laughs> section. Right. Yeah, well, I know, I know. It's just an idea. It's it just is, though, a theory. It's a All right, listen, we come back. We've got um, favorite headline of the day and some other headlines for you. love it. Okay, here's a headline for you. Revealed yes. the shirtless selfies, a photo of his genitals and lusty text. Jeff Bezos sent his married mistress as it emerges the pair hooked up in hotels, private jets, and both their marital homes for months before he announced his divorce yesterday. Oh. He's been sexting her since last April. Oh. One, one photo is too explicit for the National uh, Enquirer to print. She's been married to this mega agent since 2005, has two kids with him, and has another kid from when she was either married or in a relationship with some NFL football player. And then Bezos and his estranged wife have four children together. Here's another headline. Amazon CEO has been having an eight-month affair with a 49-year-old TV anchor sharing sexy selfies and exotic vacations together. Oh, dear. Jeff Bezos is divorcing his wife of 25 years, and he already has a new girlfriend. Oh dear, Laurie. I know it. Just, just 
nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Her, her husband is Sanchez. Uh, her husband also represents Hugh Jackman. Michelle yeah. Williams, Matt Damon, and Hugh Jackman. Wow. Yeah. He's, he's got a nice portfolio. Too. He's got some good clients. Yeah. So yeah. He, the way Bezos described, I bet uh, his wife doesn't feel like he's a cherished friend right now. Because they were just spotted. He and his wife were spotted at the end of September making out for their 25th wedding anniversary at yeah. a hot spot in Miami. So I don't think she knew. And, no. You know. So anyway. I think you're right, Lori. But I- that was not my favorite headline of the day. My favorite headline of the day was Reese Witherspoon, who covers <laughs> Vogue magazine and inside the magazine post with her mother, Betty, and her daughter, Ava, and says she's passionate about helping women make their own money. She's at the best place in her career. She's 42. And she's heading into season two of Big Little Lies. I can't wait for that. And of course, she did produce, um, you know, the Wild. Oh, yeah. Cheryl Strayed. Yeah. yeah. She was really good in yeah. it. Yeah. And she, she was she so was good great in it. it. She's kind of been taking control of she her has. career ever since Ryan Philippi. Oh, and he's in trouble. What's he in trouble well, for? Well, he um, did not turn over. He was dating someone who was accusing him of abuse. Um, abuse mm-hmm. And he did not turn over the text messages that he sent to his ex, Reese Witherspoon, in time for the court. So he was Uh-oh. just fined like $800,000 for slowing everything down. Yeah. You know, you know one, um, yeah. Well, That's we saw he had a bad yeah, temper. Yeah, we did. He didn't seem, he did not he seem did like not. fun. Um, mm-hmm. The Resident, you know, the TV show with our Carrie guy on it that used to be on. Um, Matt Shrusty yeah. or whatever his name is from The Good Wife. Yeah. he. I quit watching that. I wish I wouldn't have. What's well, on demand? Are, no, people are really liking that. And what was the other medical New one? Amsterdam. New Amsterdam. Yes. Amsterdam. That's Donnie, do you watch that? No, I, I don't watch those. Yeah, Donnie's oh. very snobby about what he watches, no. although he does watch The Real Housewives of New Jersey, and it was Not good intentionally. Last night. <laughs> no, but it was good last night. It was real good. And um, really, our favorite headline of the day was Chris Pine. I consider myself someone who has a nice big tool bag. And we do he's too. He's talking you. about his acting, but you know we also yes. know what he's talking about. Oh, Laurie. Okay, G- Glass is getting terrible reviews. What's is Glass? It? Yeah, it's it another M Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Thing. Oh, James McAvoy's in it, yes, and Bruce Samuel Willis, Jackson. Samuel Jackson. Kind of looked good when I. Sarah Paulson is in yeah. it. Yeah, but know. when has he done something good? His last movie wasn't. Did too you bad. really like it? What was his last one? You'd have to look. Remember it up, the one into the water that you just couldn't stand. Well, that was a long time ago. But okay. whatever his last one, I think it might have been Split with James. Oh, McAvoy. Split! Yeah, that's true. That did well, and, and it you was liked good. It? Yeah, yeah, it was kind of good. I'm yeah. gonna go see Vice tonight. Really? Well, yeah. I'll be curious. I'm surprised you would go see that. Well, well let me tell you, nominated what, for Sag Award because yeah. I'm. Now that I know um, I really have just one chance mm-hmm. in that uh, press room, Donnie, because um, we're doing unique coverage this year yeah. that we'll divulge later. Yeah. Okay, so. But it might be limited. Uh-huh. Um, it might be extremely from afar. <laughs> um, we might be covering the red carpet via television. Um, but we're going to do it like no one else who will right. be screaming at the television sets in Hollywood. That's right. But we are going to the media room after the people win their awards. Yeah, yeah. And when you do that, you can also walk around, around. Which is yes, what I right. do. Right, and go to the ladies' room. So you getting a question for Christian Bale ready? Well, yes. he, won. he won. And Amy Adams okay. is in it. Yes. And um, 
and so I'm just my I have to go see the movies. Yeah, I'm no, glad yeah, you true. we're splitting them up. Okay, if I, we have. To. I'll see this in Beale Street. You can see Green. I don't want to see Green Book. Neither do I. It's so good. Donnie loved it, and Marshall. You will like Mahershala it. was so lovely because he won last year too. Yes. Yeah, he did. Um, he was on a late night show last night. Was he on with Seth Meyers? Maybe Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. He was on with Jimmy Kimmel. I didn't watch it because I. Yeah, I love how Kimmel is giving a federal employee a job every oh. day, yeah. and then they get paid like eight hundred dollars yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, yeah, last night, it was a TSA is. agent. Yeah. I love that he's doing that. I know it is. I love that he's good. doing that. But anyway, I'll let you guys know how I feel about Vice. Okay. I mean, it's it's right. being nominated for everything. Uh, it those is. those two. So is the favorite. And mm-hmm. well, I know, but I feel like I have to see that <laughs> you too. You do. You should go because what if yes. what's her name's Olivia uh, Coleman wins? That's right. Exactly. Uh, here's kind of what are you gonna sad. see? I'm not gonna. You know, I don't like to see anything. I like to leave it up to you. I'm just busy. <laughs> I now. already know all this. What yeah. a team. Like Lori's gonna work on her <laughs> body, her makeup, her don't hair, her make dress. Me record anything. Wait a minute. Let's just say. Let's just summarize this trip. Julia is doing everything, but I'm gonna look really good. No, Julia. I tweet. I oh, take well, care okay. of Twitter. Do you think more people are on Twitter or Instagram these days? Uh, I think it's I have the split. Instagram too. Yeah. All right. I think it's I think it's split. I think you got to do both. Okay. So so your tweet was just axed because I insta. So really, what do you do? Um, <laughs> drive sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me stay out really late. Julia, we're in Hollywood. We're in Hollywood. We're in Beverly Hills. In Beverly Hills, darling. Why do you want to go home? Just because you're she. tired and you can't keep your eyes open. What's well, a, it's one day a year. Put your it, four. Put your toothpicks in those eyelids and I keep know, them open. I really, just one more. You're like you're like ninety sometimes. Oh yeah. yeah. I want to go home. I know it. Listen, I get tired because <laughs> I'm working. Yeah. And thinking of questions and seeing movies. You watch all the dumb TV for this show. I suppose I can yeah, do my job. Yeah, I for, give you Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, exactly. I can do my job for, for. What do you think of this? Uh, that nothing. Uh, Sarah Michelle Geller is going to come back to TV thanks to Ellen DeGeneres. I wish she'd bring her cute husband, Freddie Prince Jr. What is he doing? He is doing nothing. I know it. I miss him on the big screen. She's all that was done twenty years ago, probably. Yeah, she's going to be in a new miniseries that Ellen produced called "Sometimes I Lie," based on a book. I like that. Yeah. So. Sometimes I do too. What happened to her before the accident and what caused it? And it's Ooh. all because Ellen optioned this. And then Sarah Silverman is really bummed. None of people watched I Love You America. It was I canceled wonder, after one season on Hulu. Boo. And she was great, you know, in the um, Showtime show that we used to watch. Master, Masters, Masters, Masters and Johnson. Yeah. Masters of 